Lou Ruby is the greatest living asset to St. Bob. Who is the greatest living asset to the world? I'd say maybe Sydney Sweeney. Um, hey, can we look up our... This is a good time to yeah. um, disclose our latest Google searches. Oh, wow. Good Lord. All right, let's go to Google. I don't like this. I was unaware. I have Cokie and Cambria <laughs> drummer rapper because their drummer became a rapper. That's lame. It's and he's not bad. I don't he's care. A, his name's Weird Science, but we like W E E R D Weird so Science. Lame. Then there's uh, Haley Jade Eminem, and then Haley yeah, Jade yeah. Eminem now, and then Haley Jade Eminem hot question mark. I don't know why I added a question mark. Well, and then and then the next one is certain... can you delete all emails? <laughs> <laughs> If you ever got in trouble, FBI would like totally take that as a red flag. Yeah. Delete! Delete! Chuck Pollock was one of those guys who always wore those jeans, and you could tell he was packing a big package. Oh, you could always tell. Nice bulge. Chuck just Pollock had a bulge. Real nice bulge. I mean, maybe it was just like pressing outward and it didn't have a lot of like downward movement, but yeah. it always looked like he had like... It always looked like he had just yeah. Google search Sydney Sweeney boot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's the best off-season hobby or interest? Because I, I could do a, I could do probably like a four or five hour podcast just on ancient Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah, aerial phenomena. Or unidentified as Tom DeLong says, unidentified aerial threats. Do you ever think he looks in the sky and just is like looking for aliens just goes, where are you? Yeah. And I'm so sorry i cannot sleep i cannot dream tonight but that's the guy who wants everybody to take him seriously about the biggest story in the history of well he took out his humanity. lip ring once the lip ring goes out it's all business he, but uh, he knows yeah. people he's he's been to the pentagon he's met with senators he uh pentagon typically invites guys like boy george and uh <laughs> you know uh, the lead singer from rush to come learn the biggest secrets of uh, D. Snyder. Yeah, D. Yeah, he's the big, he's the lead singer of Rush, I believe. Well, purportedly, D. Snyder's uh, pecker is the same size as uh, Eric the Midget from the Howard Stern show. So That's what, eh, you know, three foot, three <laughs> foot five, eighty. This dick's three five. <laughs> Jeez, Every... eighty, 85. Wow. I'm club fucking footed, you ass white. <laughs> This is Uncle Gridzy is here, Whoa. Sir Sir Elton. So we're we're hanging out in the panic room right now. The roster's set as as it goes every pretty much every season. Schmidt's keeping one in his back pocket. So twelve guys. We had some new some new names to add. Noel Brown, big man from GW, gonna fill in probably as like a what do you think a ten to fifteen minute backup for no. Benning with Schmidt. I I can't imagine. A backup center getting 15 minutes a game, to be honest. I mean, Venning, he's going to, as Leon from Curb Your Enthusiasm says, he's going to run that ass into the ground uh, <laughs> as, long as, as long as foul trouble doesn't stop him. Between Brown and Martinez, I wouldn't anticipate between the two of them, you know, averaging 15 minutes a game. I, you know, because that would mean Venning is playing 25. Minutes. He's going to average at least 30 minutes a game, I would say. What's so. a game? 40 minutes, right? <laughs> okay, that's good. Venning sleeked down, though. He was, he's been getting after it. And then we saw a picture of Andrew Nicholson who was here. I think Andrew Nicholson just gained all the mass that Chad Venning lost because he looks like, what would you say, junkyard dog? Early, just early jacked. Jacked. Dog. jacked. Yeah, yeah, like 1982 Mid-South Wrestling 
drawing 40,000 at the Louisiana Superdome, junkyard <laughs> dog, like lean in the waist and athletic, mm-hmm. but powerful in the shoulders. Andrew looks like he could play Kevin Willis, Atlanta Hawks, early nineties <laughs> NBA minutes right now. Fisk was standing next to him in that picture. Just like, look at how far you've come. See, well, I actually think that Fisk isn't the greatest strength and conditioning guy in the A-10. I think he's the greatest Photoshopper. Because I'm convinced over the years he's just like put Daquan Cook's head on like early junkyard dog. Early junkyard dog. No, 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 no. That that's a different physique. No, we, we, let's not let's not just pigeonhole everyone into JYD. No, fit. I mean you're onto something because mm-hmm. I think Fist may have DM me way back mm-hmm. in the day and asked me if I could Photoshop. Yeah, he doesn't actually transform these guys' bodies into being total pros. He just mm-hmm. photoshops and <laughs> takes pictures, and he's an expert social media. He wanted me to guru. photoshop yeah. Jean-Yves Toupain's head onto Big E Langston's body. Exactly. I said, no one is going to believe this. He because- said, that one's a little too far. But yeah. Uh, well, it's, so- it's funny you should mention him because I had actually seen that Jean-Yves Toupain in the Erie, Pennsylvania area has been, he's had a pretty good following pickup as a, you know, a young R&B singer at the, <laughs> at the local clubs and he, he he's getting some background singers that uh, wear matching suits, and I heard that he's doing pretty well. That's you good. Know. He's starting a new temptation. He's the he's the Bonnie's all time most sensitive player. Yes, he's the mo- he's the oldest soul to ever play for the Bonnie. <laughs> yep, Johnny Chupin. Who else have we added this year? Micah Adams Woods. Oh, yeah. Significant, good player, four year, solid contributor at Cincinnati, semi local kid, originally from Syracuse, along with his buddy Charles Pride, coming from uh, Bryant, who played for Greasy Jared Grasso. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing Let's about check it out. The thing about look, those two. But look at look at the lists Bryant is always on since he's taken over there. It's like yeah. this recruit, it's like Kansas. Connecticut, Duke, Bryant. The thing about Adams Woods in Pride is, I mean, people say that they are childhood friends. I don't know how how true that is. If they just play, played against each other, you never know. But um, social media banter. Yeah, usually. they're both fifth year seniors. They're both, from what I've heard, really really tough players who I think are going to fit pretty well. I mean, there was a time there. It was right after we got Brown, where it seems like. We're not even, this is what, May probably? There weren't many guards that were popping up on lists that Bonas was um, in on. And uh, I remember like Nanda Tark from Coppin State was here. And he was kind of the only guard that we had visiting. And out of nowhere, it just says Charles Pride is going on an official visit to Bonas. And I had no clue. I was like, holy shit, Charles Pride. He was one of the best players in the portal at the time, one of the best guards. And then Adams Woods comes in out of nowhere as well. Both fifth-year seniors, um, so if not for, what was that pandemic called? The disease that was going the around? Spanish here? flu of 1918. Yeah. Is that, that it? Yeah, they're, that, so. they're not that old. Yeah. All I know is they have a, an extra year because of a... Kidvid. Kid, the Burger <laughs> King <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> the Kidvid virus. Uh, <laughs> it turned everyone into a rad, blonde skateboarder who yeah. was really into 
being a kid in vid dos oh, oh yeah. just turned yeah. you into one of the burger king kids club <laughs> you either got to a wheelchair you were wheels <laughs> or you got a, you were a dog and you were paws <laughs> so yeah we add these two guards fifth year veterans tough really good fits i think i was really really surprised and very happy with not only who we kept we kept our top six or seven guys but also who we added because we needed some guard depth around may it seemed like oh we have luke and banks who are fine in their own right but they had no one backing them up because rumple left and banks didn't have a backup at all last year so he was playing 35 40 minutes a game no one backing him up at the two we really need that guard depth we can roll out combinations of luke micah adams woods banks um and pride and then have flowers evans uh at the three along with you know Farrell. the puzzle pieces really fit together and it came together quite late and i think a big reason is uh, i know a big reason is because of dana valentine the new coach we got from putnam science uh, is he related to greg yes the hammer yeah, yeah. they have yeah. the same uh hyphenated last name they just don't advertise it oh that's it's, smart it's greg the hammer dash you know hyphen you know valentine in, along with dana same thing in, yeah one time in cell mango when greg was there uh drinking irish coffee. Yeah, the whole table just pounding irish coffee. Brutus the barber but uh i went to the bathroom and tried to take a look at his hammer and just got <laughs> he, he thought he goes what are you doing i was like i don't know i want to see wrestlers <laughs> <laughs> didn't you uh didn't you show Honky uh, Tonk Man, yours? Honky Tonk Man and um, wow, one of the Hardys, not Jeff, Matt, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Yeah, I, and then Brutus Barbie Cake at a, at a later time, oh, the same night, but later time, uh, Honky Tonk was furious. He did not like yeah. it at all. Uh, Matt Honky Hardy, Tonk's a southern boy. They, yeah. they don't get down with Matt, it. Matt Hardy yeah. laughed immediately. Uh, Brutus <laughs> Brutus laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. well, he goes, he goes, that looks like a dick, but smaller. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> then I bought him like 11 tequila shots and we ate chicken wings together. It's the best night of my life. That sounds great. That sounds fantastic. I almost started a uh, bench clearing brawl. Do you remember when I that groupie who was hitting on Brutus the Barber? Oh, Beefcake, yeah. And that's just, Delmeca, yeah. yeah, I just went up to her and just said, so I couldn't help but notice that you... Uh, Kind of threw your hat in the ring with uh, old brood eye over there. You want him? To, you probably want him to put you in the sleeper hold. Because excuse me, I said. So you got that reference, huh? I said, yeah. And I stand by it. And she said, I'm here with my husband. And she called him over, and you know, they're yeah, all hell broke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Daryl Banks. Uh, we went from our new assistant coach to showing wrestlers. Packers yeah. in record time, record time. But getting back to that, I think uh, the newcomers uh, often overshadow the returning players, and that is not always fair. Because yeah. I think Luke, Tyrell Luke, and Daryl Banks in particular, Moses Flowers too. Yeah, I think they'll benefit greatly from not having to carry such an absurd load, especially defensively. <laughs> he laughed at the word at the word load. Get it, guys. Um, yeah, clean it up, clean it up. Uh, but but uh, yeah. I mean, Banks is a shooter. You know, legs late in the game, let alone late in the season. I mean, he was being asked to really defend, like like, and he did, like, and he but, did. But yeah, I but mean, he he put forth a lot of off ball ball. Yeah, he said ball, which is we have yeah two of them. Yeah, well, some people it just depends. Ooh. But yeah, that I think they're gonna benefit. Uh, 
exponentially from from having that you know fewer minutes does not necessarily mean inferior production yeah uh, especially for a shooter or a guard who's being asked you know like like luke and uh banks often to to really put forth a lot of perimeter effort a lot of hurting the opposing team's best players a lot of banks's points came off like broken Mm. plays or in transition or not within the offense basically and there's a reason yeah defenses would just overplay passing lanes more than it was laughable yeah how defenses as the season went on after he had that first big, what game was it early? UMass. Was it oh, Mason Bowling or? Green. He went well, off. Yeah, that UMass. He would think he went off. But the, it was comical how opposing teams in the A10 overplayed the passing lanes with Banks, like mm-hmm. just j- just begging for a back cut, you know, begging for someone to make him pay off the ball. And uh, yeah, know, we didn't always have that other option. And teams know, would sag way off our guard, our point mm-hmm. guards, especially like when Rumpel was in. I remember GW would just sit back in a condensed, like, 2-3, I think it was a 2-3 zone, just begging him to shoot, and that really packs in the lane, and it makes Venning's life a lot more difficult. So not just the guards, but Adams Woods and Pride and some of our new guys, I think, are really going to open things up for Venning down low. Teams are going to have to be – defenses are going to be have to be way more honest, let the big man work with all that footwork down low. If you got guys like – Luke even off the ball, which we would love to see. I know like making using his athleticism, quickness to get open and not always have to be ball handling um, and looking for other guys. But if you have, you know, Venning in the post and Banks moving or Adams Woods moving or Luke moving on the perimeter, things are I think things are going to open up a lot more. So in the mid range, you know, uh, opposite, you know, opposite Banks coming off screens, elbow, you know, elbow extended. A guy like Pride could could create problems for people. Yeah. Um. In that role, uh, X Pac. I also showed my dick to X Pac. Yeah. That really X Pac. Yeah. And he yeah. apparently is 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 a is a gas pump himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. He's so, not. I watched. Uh, oh, you watched it porn back in the day. That with him in China. I was. That was the rumor? I, I've never seen X Pac. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, maybe. Yeah. Almost certainly. I downloaded that one on LimeWire <laughs> after school one day. Well, a couple of days. I think it took a while. Can we also, though, just for a second, circle back to some of these new players and like how some of the people on the Bana bandwagon are going to butcher their names? They already have. Like oh, Michael, what? Have. Like Mike, Mike, Michael Woods Adams. Yeah. Uh, Ky- like they still call Kyrell Luke Tyrell. Like Tyrell. Tyrell spelling it L U K E. Yeah. Like. It's it's comical. It's funny. Like, but I'm trying to think of the new guys. Like, what might be some of the butcher jobs this year? Well, we we touched on Pride, Micah Adams Woods from Cincinnati, Noel Brown from GW, the big man. We got the freshman Dwayne Thompson from Putnam, which Valentine had a a big say in. I'm sure he. I guess I'll just go fuck myself with the uh, bandwagon name butchering. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get there. (laughs) I'm trying. Kidding. Yeah. Trying Uh, to remember who else they would. Well, they'll call him Dwayne the Rock Thompson. They're they're not creative. They're they're not. They'll never. They'll never. And they'll spell. They'll spell it Dwayne with a W and the Y and all that. How's it spelled? D U A N E. Dwayne. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll find a way. Like Dwayne Dwayne from Syracuse. You remember him? Yeah, and Queth yeah. Dwayne. His, was that his brother, Queth Dwayne oh, from uh, Wisconsin, I believe it was? Queth won. Uh, he was there for that national championship team, I think. 
Queth Dwayne was on that team with Frank the Tank Kaminsky. Quet, I don't know. I, Quet was I feel like Queth Dwayne. I feel like the Dwayneys were a little further back. I don't know. I, nor do I care. I don't care to look that up. <laughs> I just know the Dwayneys were, mm-hmm. you know, they'll, they'll forever be in my funny name memory bank. Well, I mean, we have Miles Rhodes. He was a fault signing, though. Yes. Um, and I don't know what his. What's a fall signing? Well, oh, false. I think he said false. Oh, no, I was like, like he, like he said he was going to come and then backed out or something like. Well, that. it's it's where he hit. It's it's where a player in high school trips. Yeah, has a pen in his hand. Uh huh. And we, one of our coaches, swoops in underneath. Uh huh. And catches and gets. I guess the signature. signature as he's falling. That makes sense. And and that's it. And that's good. That's how we've tricked many, many, many yeah. awesome players into. Uh, into playing college basketball. I mean, kind of with Nicholson, he fell and hurt his ankle. and That, that was, was a fall signing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a literal fall yeah. signing. Yep. It was a real one. Guys, I knew sports stuff. <laughs> this is great. No, we're not forgetting anyone. Come on. My, I mean, Miles Rose, I don't know what his role will be. Um, we also can't overanalyze those things because how many times has that happened? People in the know. Chad Venning didn't start the first few games last year. You'll have people in the know mm-hmm. saying, oh, so-and-so looks good. Jalen Adams uh, might need a red shirt. He's really thin. I mean, Eakim uh, Austin did yeah, way better. These were people yeah. who know basketball, and they're talking to the coaching staff. And saying, well, well, yeah, Akeem Austin was a lot bigger and stronger than Jalen Adams. And, yeah, early on in the summer, he probably did bully him a little bit. And like, but as, as he got you know accustomed to – yeah. You know, the speed of playing with bigger, stronger, older players, kind of like playing against Dan Butler at the Y. You know, you eventually <laughs> adjust and become a more capable, comfortable player. Yeah. Built like a mailbox. You can send, <laughs> set great screens. Yeah, I mean, they had a full offseason last year, and Anuar Malouk started over Venning for the first, like, five games. But that's why I'm just saying, like, a yeah. guy like whether it's Miles yeah. Rose or Melian Martinez or Dwayne Thompson, it could be Barry Evans, like other than a couple guys, Venning, Banks, you know, you know they're gonna play pretty major minutes. Jan Farrell gonna play major minutes. You don't know who's gonna pick up the system, who's not. You can have guys who are excellent athletes who just don't pick up the defensive system. Hello, and Justin you're, Winston. You're not gonna play yeah. in Schmidt's system if you don't know your defensive assignment. You're not gonna play. And you could you know, laymen can watch practice and watch shoot around and watch whatever, you know, scrimmages and say, this guy looks awesome. Why doesn't he play? Well, that's fucking why. Is this he's the... not picking up. He's not picking up the defensive system or like J- the other Jalen Adams from Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, yeah. who had a lot of hype. And I witnessed him myself in the summer workouts. He looked awesome. Jump out of the gym, bombing threes, mm-hmm. like contested. He couldn't learn the system. Offense, defense, you name it. And everybody wondered why he couldn't get on the floor. And it's like, well, behind the scenes, they're laughing at those people who are asking those questions. So just with Miles Rose, it's like, whoever, Melian Martinez. You know, if Melian Martinez is like, oh, he's that half step quicker than Noel Brown recovering on the weak side, contesting shots at the rim, he'll play over. Like, Schmidt doesn't play favorites. He's going to... Play the guys who know his system. I mean, he's done. He's proved it over and over. Melian Martinez seems like a delight. He is. Yes. And he let is. me tell you something. I'm not going to speak out of school and name names here, but I, a few people down there I've talked to have said confirm that that he is just universally beloved. A true Melian Martinez. Man. That he's nice to everybody. 
He's considerate. Uh, a good. He, he's a works hard. Mm-hmm. Just a really freaking nice kid. That uh, so he'll he'll be someone I'll be for sure rooting for. Oh yeah, to succeed. There's something to say too about the consistency from year to year now, just because of how insane the transfer portal is. How there's no consistency with you know 70, 80 percent of the programs. That was us last year. This year, we're in that top 10, 20% of consistency. We're bringing back our top six or seven guys as far as minutes. These guys know the system. Um, and the guys we brought in are veterans who should be able to pick it up. They know the D1 speed. They know that level. Um, and, you know, there's something to be said about keeping guys from year to year. You saw last year so many times that it looked like well we just kind of don't know the system um we're not playing within the offense things are breaking down we're playing iso ball there were so many stretches where we just didn't score because we weren't running our shit and it seemed did i just take yeah i'll grab you another one sorry it seems like that extra year which is why you know that that transfer year, the year in residence, was so great for people like Kalen oh, Attaway, who was one of the last people to have that. Don't, um, don't get me started on this. What, what do you have to say? Oh, no, I'm nothing right now because I don't want to get angry. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's kind of wrapping up my point. It's just that we have a lot of consistency this year, and I, I think that's going to speak volumes. Guys like Luke and Venning and Farrell are really going that big jump, especially for Farrell from freshman year to sophomore year. That's usually the biggest jump yep. that players make. Some, some guys, it, dep- it just depends on their age too. Cause not everybody's, you know, some guys come in as freshmen at 19, others at 18. So it depends who it is, but it's always that freshman to sophomore, sophomore to junior. That's where the biggest development happens. Yeah. Typically. So yeah. I'm kind of unfamiliar with this. When you transfer from one team to another, one college for, to another, you can only do that once, though, right? Without a penalty, or can you keep? Can you do it all well, the years? It's interesting you should say that and phrase it as penalty, uh, because that will send me down a rabbit hole. That will <laughs> the one you probably want to send me down. <laughs> um, to answer it directly, like uh-huh. there's a one-time transfer rule where you can transfer without sitting a year. You have the option. You know, you can you can sit. Mm-hmm. They call it a year in residence. Um, that was always the the rule on the books, and it worked, frankly, extremely well for mm-hmm. decades in uh, Division One sports. Uh, well, let me be more specific in men's men's basketball and uh, college football. Yeah. Um. So you don't like it? I'm gathering. This is I what hate, I'm picking up. I hate the one time transfer rule, trans- and, and it has nothing. <laughs> it has you nothing. Like, you just don't like it. It has nothing to so you're do with against trans transferring or transact. No, 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 no. Uh, well, I have. <laughs> I just want. I want to get clear. Like, I have no problems with Leah Thomas winning as many women's national championship swimming competitions as she can. At Penn. Okay, she can win as many as she wants. All right. No, okay. no Tra- problem with trans athletes. athletes. Transfer that is another story. Okay. Because the year in residence, a lot of people look at it as a penalty. As mm-hmm. as you know, you phrased it as that initially. I did. Because that is how a lot of people look at it. It's yeah. like it's a penalty to sit. Well, again, everybody's assuming that this is some kind of like indentured servitude to mm-hmm. be a uh a division one athlete. Whereas well, what, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Okay. Um where what 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 it is the year in re- he's thrown me off the year in residence 
was about catching up academically. Um, yeah, because on average, when you transfer schools, I have to look up the exact numbers again. It's on average thirteen credits. Credits, and that, and and the average absolute moron on social media that you read trying to oh good player freedom, player empowerment. Yeah, they don't see the big picture. They're looking at it through the lens of only the like the four and five star player who has all sorts of options, not guys getting run off. Um, Which is the majority of them. But, of course, but but even if a guy wanted to transfer, unless you're going, say, a SUNY to SUNY, like a Buffalo to Albany or Stony Brook or something like that, you're going to have trouble having all of your credits accepted uh, at, at your new school. Because Bonaventure, for instance, has Clare College. Yeah, that's curriculum. what I was going to bring that up. Like, and, do other colleges have stuff like that? And uh, some of the things transfer, you know, like yeah. composition. They at Bonas, sure. it's comp and crit one and two. Yeah, yeah. those will tra- those will transfer anywhere. But a lot of them now, you know, depending, do, does the new school offer the same major? Yeah. Even if they do, not all schools, you know, within that same major will accept the same classes as acceptable. Uh, prerequisites to courses that you then need to take to maintain your eligibility to be on track to graduate on time. That's what it's all about. It's not a punishment. And to like change the entire, the foundations of, of the sport because of athletes like, uh, you know, I don't want to use Zion, but with the NIL and all that, that's where all of this is coming from. It's a pretty preposterous for people who are, you know, on the ground. I don't care if you're in athletics or what. Working in higher ed, working in education. If you see those things up close, it's just laughable to see it as a punishment. Uh, I don't even know what you asked originally, there's, but well, that was the rule. I mean, there's – About the rule. Can, now, can, so, you, can you practice with the team? Yes. You just can't play. No. Practice, practice, train. You have all the benefits of being with the team. You uh-huh. can travel with the team. Yeah. A lot of times you they don't go on road trips. No, you don't. You can't dress. You're not allowed to have sex either. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Which, that's the one drawback. Yeah. Abstinence. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're a righty – you know, that right hand gets a lot stronger that year yeah. from all the pumping. Yeah. Uh, because you can't, you're not allowed to have sex during Yeah, because gyms are And that's really, frankly, what I think this was all about. Is yeah. You have to get your shots up after because sometimes yeah. that's what they say after lifting, too. You yeah. you have to go get shots up because you don't know your own strength. Yeah, exactly. Throw everything that's, up. Yeah, so it's the same thing. But this, this yeah. stuff is to serve the top. There's tens of thousands of D1 athletes, right? Yeah. This is serving the top, top 1% of the schools. And the athletes, everyone talks about freedom of movement. They want all these players to have freedom of movement, which is fine, but in principle, but no one ever talks about mm-hmm. freedom to stay. Mm-hmm. No, there are a lot. I know for a fact, I, and I've looked into it, into transfer portal shit, and there are a lot of players who are getting forced out. Oh, God. Uh, that was happening before. In, in places, but it's on steroids. Not. Places they yeah. want to be. Mm-hmm. Schools they like, programs majors that, they, that majors. They chose. Yep, because most of these mm-hmm. kids, and I call them kids because let's be frank, they're coming in 18, mm-hmm. 19 years old. Sorry, yes, you're an adult and everything, but you don't have a ton of life experience. Lord knows I didn't at the time. Can't rent a car. Yeah, yes. no, can't, it's insane. Can't drink. Can't rent a car. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can drink. You can't buy it legally. Yeah, there, but the idea of the uh, the year in residence it. So many players. You mentioned Jalen Attaway. Good Lord. Matt Mobley. That year was a, a huge benefit to them. Lifting, getting stronger. Mobley and Posley going at each other all year. That was the great thing is you'd have a player at one position and they could really cut their teeth against each other. Yeah. Where if you had one who's playing 
one who's a sit-out transfer, they'd be going at it, you know, first team, second team in practice. And it, you're just sharpening your teeth against each yeah. other. And we, yeah. we had it, it, it many times over the years. Now there's a lot of dull teeth. Yes, exactly. Now we have, now we just have soft baked bean British teeth. <laughs> oh, just disgusting. Jesus. Just disgusting soft baked bean teeth that you know have extra molasses running through them. <laughs> well, it's it's not going to ever go back to Mm-mm. what it was. But your question, if you transfer a second time, yeah, 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 yeah. you are uh, by the book, supposed to sit out a year unless you get a waiver. Uh-huh. Or if you are a grad transfer, if you graduate, then you can transfer without sitting. If your coach leaves, you can get usually get a waiver, which is fine. Oh, okay. But was I that think a thing? Um, waivers have no, always kind no. of been a thing, but uh, uh, waivers kind of a new. I don't know if it was on the books. It was never as prevalent. As but it, it is. in the last ten years, they became much more common. Yeah. Again, because the average dipshit college basketball beat writer journalist is the kids are being abused. You know, <laughs> where it's like, oh my god, Lord have mercy. How many hundred thousand of dollars? Uh, you know, a scholarship, training, coaching, education, room, board, meals, mm-hmm. travel, uh, tutoring. Uh, good, uh, good Lord. The, the facilities. The, oh my God. Access to facilities, top notch, you know, weight training, co- you know, all these different things. There's so many benefits. And then to top it off, as the narrative becomes like that, like you just gloss over the fact that everybody signs a contract. Yeah. It, it, a letter of a letter of intent. You're agreeing to, to do this. Like mm-hmm. this is a good thing. And I'm not saying there aren't tweaks that can be made, but they, again, it's acting like it's some kind of a right to play NCA Division One sports. Well, the NCA has some rules. I don't agree with all of them. I, I, Lord knows over the years, Bonaventure has had a couple of problems with the way N- the NCA has handled its perceived justice. Such as? Oh, we, we don't happen. We, no, we don't need when to we get into school, that. When we were in school? Like no, we, we, don't, we don't need to get into that. Um, like, now, that was, that was fake news. Who's that fake news. No, 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 no. Fake, 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 fake. There. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Anyways, anyway. How many spring weekends did you play? Uh, seven, I think. I thought it was nine. No, I don't think I... I don't know. I played all four of the years I was supposed to be there. Yeah. And then I played... <laughs> uh, and then I played... You probably hit bombs. So, Oh, Jesus. That's Only bombs. I, I guarantee I own every record. Did you pack a ball? Like, did you play and make any effort on defense? I, I was a fan. just there to hit bombs? No, no, no. I was oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I was very good. There you go. Uh, but... um. Yeah, so I played those four years, and then two more with Rick there, and then and then maybe the, with the yeah, it might it's eight I think eight or nine. Nice, that's crazy. It's a good career. Yeah, I was career. I was at spring weekend, not a student for seven years, and like twenty five years yeah. old. Just I'm I was bummed when they changed it to kickball, but I kind of get it because well, there was drunk nineteen year old girls who could barely stand ten feet away, lobbing it up to us, and just we were bird. just taking hats. I, I didn't once ever consider the health of that pitcher. Oh, I was like, I'm gonna hit this ball. I tried as far as I can. I tried to hit it up <laughs> every time. That's yeah. that's where you want to go. And every year, someone was going to the hospital. Andrew every year, yeah. Nicholson. Um, oh, he used to hit. He was absolute. 
Yeah, he was, a, he was a really good player. He was player. on yeah. our – Well, he played baseball. Yeah, you know, he in played school, baseball in high school. Really so he was on my spring weekend team in – two. Th- we won it in 2011, I think. He was on it. Didn't show. He didn't get there for Sunday, the championship, because he was too hungover. We were at the Hickey the night before, actually. Andrew Nicholson never drank at Bonas. Please, <laughs> please keep his name pure. He drank wine. Saint, did he really drink wine? While That's playing funny. beer pong. Wine. While playing wine in the sophisticated palate, wine in the a true hall. Did he did he uh, smell it like a complete douchebag? I I know he didn't. I would throw the ball into the cup and he would waft it and then yeah no no it is like this he didn't do that every I think his girlfriend just brought it randomly Mm -hmm. brought over and that's what he had no he wasn't a big but we were celebrating no he didn't we were celebrating um he took a hack um we were playing the rugby team and he he absolutely launched one off of the pitcher's knee. Jeez. It, it, Hope for the season. Pretty much exploded this kid's kneecap. I, I don't know who he was. He was a rugby player, but we were like, holy. And he was our first baseman. I mean, just a, uh, obviously a great wingspan. Yeah. You, could over, you couldn't overthrow him. So, but um, well, Let me tell you I something can see why rugby. they switched it. Yeah, yeah I definitely uh, see why. Playing against <laughs> rugby, his knee exploding on a Nicholson line drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Based on my friends who played rugby and went through the rugby initiations at the time. Mm-hmm. That knee explosion was the least of his problems associated with rugby because that initiation, they had to do some harrowing things. I was say heroin. No, no, no. They didn't have to do heroin. You've got to do no, heroin. Opioids. No, opioids weren't. No. We only accept junkies. Yeah. And then Clarence Picard came in as coach and said, Guys, I have a radical plan of how to improve this program. <laughs> and they became excellent. Yeah, and like beat, beating Notre Dame, he goes, we're going to stop the heroin initiation. <laughs> yeah. No more opioid initiation. Our rugby yeah. team got off heroin, and within like three years, they were national champions. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was odd. It's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, think, I think Netflix did. It's called Heroin or Lose. Oh, it's a good <laughs> If, if a girl approaches you tonight and asks you what you've been doing, you can tell her you've been recording a podcast about wrestling and Bonnet's bathroom. She'll just drop her. And, She'll and, just be so and happy. To not, and to just not count out Miles Rose yeah. for minutes as a freshman because you just never know. Becky, why'd you hook up with that guy? Well, he he said a couple Bonds players' names and then talked about Finn Baylor's finisher, and I was yeah. like, holy crap. How am I, well, how am I not going to blow him? Well, he was a the good news is we've evened out our little New York rivalries, our four rivalries. We were oh, at one point playing at three and home against another, but we've evened it out. COVID, which, which means, I mean, Kidvid screwed that up. <laughs> we, yeah, we had it ready to go, and then COVID yeah. Kidvid messed it up, and now we're we finally got it back, but that means we're at Gallagher Center. I Another, it's which is a quite problematic. Um, you know, playing in those gyms, Gallagher Kessler. You know, you'll listen to our own fans, but you know, fans yeah. of those schools too will say, ooh, ooh, "Ooh, we beat." Well, listen, college basketball. You know, especially I'm giving credit to, you know, the level of basketball in the MAC. And I, I'm not poo-pooing that. I'm just saying. The, <laughs> to lose yeah, I tried not to lose. Yeah. I tried so hard. Like, hey, man, grow up, bud. But I'm just saying that playing in those gyms, like the, w- tradition aside, that there's a pecking order that that 
is forced upon us in current Division One, you know, men's basketball. And, you know, the fact that we don't adhere to that and leverage our strength in our area it bothers me. The tradition thing. I, I want to play it. them. No. I want to play those it's teams. The, but playing in, if we're going to play in Gallagher and Canisius, I need it to be a two for one. I need two in the Riley, one in Kessler. Otherwise, I need it to be in the Riley and, and downtown Buffalo. And I know that's complicated because of the cost of renting, uh, yeah. you know, Key Bank Arena and everything. But if it's a double header every year, I, I don't know. I, it, why, why are other cities and, and regions able to do this and when we can't seem to get out of our own way? I know for years, I don't know if it's still this way, but I knew, you know, some people who were kind of in it saying for years, Niagara was the fly in the ointment. They didn't want to do that doubleheader. They wanted their Gallagher games, and they didn't want to chip in on the fee for to cover mm-hmm. the doubleheader downtown. And the only year they wanted to do it was uh, the mandatory year when the MAC hosted the NCA tournament in, in the Buffalo uh, East region. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much when those happened. It has been the only times that's happened. Um, but the but Niagara, I don't know what downside they seem. Uh, so say you don't draw a ton of people. Um, we've drawn pretty well. Okay. Like, again, but if you don't do it every year. That's the thing. It has to be you'll, never, yeah. you'll never gain. If uh, everyone knew, hey, first Saturday in December and between, is going to be the doubleheader. Yes. And between and Bonaventure and uh, UB. Yeah. Between those two fan bases, if you did it on a holiday weekend, like the Saturday after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. most people are on break. You're not taking a home game with students away from anyone. Yeah. Any of the four schools. Um, I think if you quote unquote brand it correctly, oh, have yeah. it, you could have it on Black Friday every year. Like yep. do it on a day where everyone knows every year this yep. is the big four doubleheader. Yep. Everyone knows. Everyone will make plans ahead of time. When yep. it's inconsistent, Cause, it's cause every. UB is in a similar situation with, you know, Canisius and Niagara. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, then that's what makes it line up. Well, I know that from the perspective of Canisius and Niagara, it's probably why it's not happening. But the, the tradition thing that that excuse for most people is bullshit. And I think it's like, I said stuff about the Canisius game last year and I got some shit for it, but I, I don't really care. Those people didn't say jack shit when Niagara didn't show up on our schedule for three straight years. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a shit that Niagara mm-hmm. wasn't on our schedule for three years. I didn't hear a thing about it. No one cared. So if you're that gung-ho about tradition and all this stuff from the 60s and the 70s, which is fine if it's the right situation and it's helping your team, you can't say, oh, it's tradition to play Canisius in Kessler and then not say a, a damn thing when Niagara isn't on our schedule for three straight. Well, and, and, and again, when I'm talking about the Division One pecking order, just the reality of that is, look, yeah, and we used to play annual home and homes with Villanova, Providence, Seton Hall, mm-hmm. you know, periodically St. John's, you know, teams. They don't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and that isn't to say that we can't beat them. Of course we can. We have beaten those teams. Um, such as yeah, more recently, I'm, I'm not talking about Villanova, but uh, a team like St. John's we've beaten. Yeah. Anyone who would say we can't beat Providence would, you know, be absurd. Is Dayton still and, going to Miami, Ohio? Yeah, Dayton doesn't go there. Is VCU Xavier, going to Old Dominion? Xavier. Is Richmond going to William and Mary? Is is like 
What if tomorrow St. Louis told their fans, hey, we're going to sign up for an annual home-and-home against University of Missouri, Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Would their fans be thrilled? And their fans are the ones being like, "Oh, who do you think you are? You can't go to, you can't go to Canisius." And it's like, would you guys be okay with going to Kansas City every other year? And they also don't know the reality of those games. Again, I want to get back yeah. to giving them credit that when it's crowded and when it's an up game, Kessler oh. Center, Gallagher Center, they're beehives. That's why it's a it tough ass game. To know when we get no credit for winning. We went. We go to those games and see them for how many years? The ones we've won, say it's a two-point win or whether you win by ten, it's a, they're they're rock fights. I think we've games. lost. I I gotta look this. Oh, up. we oh we've lost. Oh, we've I lost. I think we've lost we seven of our last nine. Oh, oh. I'd, I'd say at least we. Andrew we lost there is, is junior yep. year. Andrew lost. It's it's just lunacy. It's bashing your head against the wall and expecting to not. Be concussed, but but you know, it, continuing to go there. If it's a money thing, okay. Just say it's a money thing. People would and be like, okay, yeah, that's it, fine. I and get if it. it is a money thing, I'd also rather I'd rather not host those teams in the Riley Center at all and play them only neutral in Buffalo than play in Kessel. Yeah, I, it's to that point. I never want to set foot in those gyms again. I I like games. I like going to games there. I like watching games there. I hate what it does to us. As a program, though, um, he mentioned Dayton. Dayton has had so many good teams. Miami of Ohio is an ancient rival of theirs. They eventually just said enough because Syracuse did. Whether we whether we we win there and we know how tough it is, we know how big of a win that is, and the metrics toward getting you an NCA at large bid, it don't move an inch. Um, just right. like, you know, just like JYD's Pecker didn't move an inch when he was in the ring with the fabulous Moolah. <laughs> it's not moving. It's the same thing in this case. So it isn't personal. With, it's not big timing, Canisius or Niagara. We're not cocksure enough to, you know, to. but look around our conference. Who else is doing this? Mm-hmm. Who else is playing these games in our conference? Duquesne doesn't play at Robert Morris. Not that they go back. We have a much more rich history with Canisius Niagara. Admittedly, I get that. But most of the Philly teams, like that, they're moving to a new model where it's no longer just, oh, we're not playing in Go Villanova's not playing in Gola anymore against yeah. LaSalle. They're moving to a new model. Um yeah. to uh, you know, well, I they... guess you could make it more equitable for everyone. They're also including Drexel, which to me is just kind of batshit crazy. But I think having six teams instead of five yeah. makes it work better, but I like the FAU neutral site game. That's December 16th. We're just going to cut the Canisius Niagara talk there. Um, well, I'm yeah. fine with that. I think we've, yeah. we've I think hit everything. We've hit yeah. everything. Yeah. You guys, Canisius. I said so many nouns. <laughs> nouns? <laughs> yeah. Can so you list some of those now? Jeez. Oh, you think funny. I needed some more like adverbs to <laughs> yeah, go with them? There was one, I don't think there was one proposition in that no. whole thing. Mm. <laughs> you, just kept saying, you kept naming cities. <laughs> I was sitting here trying to follow. It's like, what is that? What's a Kessler? I don't even know what the fuck a Kessler is. <laughs> I know uh, the Kessel run. I wish I didn't know what it was. We should try I, to I run one of these where we only use nouns. <laughs> see if they can decipher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry to derail that. I was, oh, I was trying so hard to follow. I'm like, well, I don't even know. There's a Miami in Ohio? What? Oh, yeah, you bet it. Well, they used to be. Were they the Red? Red Hawks? Red no, Skins. Red, they were the Red Skins. Were they? Yes. Now they're the Red Hawks. Now, the now I can understand the issue. 
Now they're the Red Hawks. Yeah. Miami football, the yeah. Miami basketball. Team. Yes. Do they say yeah. the O instead Miami. of the U? Oh my God. <laughs> I do get a kick out of when Miami, the, the U has I the love, NFL, oh, the Florida. I love, I, love, I love the practice. Distinguish between now, Miami and Ohio. We, we need to talk about this for just give us 30 seconds to a minute here. The parentheses of the states after teams. Because <laughs> it used to be when we were kids, like, it, it was all over the place. Yeah. St. Joseph's, parentheses, PA. Yeah. Xavier, parentheses, Ohio, yeah. OH. Yeah. Like, it was all over. St. Francis, PA. St. Francis, New York. Those are the only ones you still see, I think. Well, not not anymore long, because Because now St. Francis is yeah. going to be the, and PA is going to be the only one. Yeah. Because um, St. Francis, New York, just like the Baltimore Colts in the middle of the night are like, we no longer have sports. <laughs> now, like, this wasn't like an NAIA program. Like uh-huh. you want Division One, and and funny thing about them is they're one of the few teams that at the what was it at the when the what was it when the NCAA expanded or something in the forties, they were one of the only teams that has never been to the NCAA tournament from that point to present. And who is that? Apparently, St. Francis, Brooklyn, along with William and Mary, for a while. Wasn't there is it isn't there a weird Nebraska stat with that? Like they are so bad. They have one. I don't know if they. I don't they know. I don't want to speak out of school in Nebraska. But they they have not had much basketball. Since. But somehow they're just yeah. and they're they're, they're, just they're new age nil yeah. champions, oh, and they they yeah, tried yeah. getting often. Uh, they good. they want to. Can you imagine? Like I mean, Florida. Nebraska. Yeah, quote unquote Florida is bad enough. But it, like if he was just names a born Husker, like names of states. It's uh, schools named after entire states are yeah. cornering the market on NIL mercenaries because they have midlife crisis, used car salesmen wearing Jose Canseco mirror shade sunglasses <laughs> with Mike Gundy hair gel cuts with their pleated slacks and their stylish belts. These are the people yeah. tearing down. Uh, They're tearing down the foundations of college because they want a hobby. Those guys having hobbies, and because their erections are hit and miss these days, yeah, that's with true. their wives. Those uh, those rockets aren't the uh, pocket rockets aren't of the Akeem Olajuwon variety anymore. Yeah. They're more along the lines of this current ragtag group of rockets that you see uh, fishing in the draft lottery. Nebraska. So, yeah. Has been to one NCAA tournament what since year? 1998. They went in 2013, 2014. Mm. And they went 19, 19 and 13. 13. Yep. Oh, just another, just another uh, E5 team. Disgusting. Lo- like 12 to 15 losses getting into the tournament at the expense of a team that's like 28 and 5. Yeah. From a, you know, a, a mid range conference. Well, when you're in our position now or anyone in the A 10, you pretty much have to win at least 27, 28 games to be considered. Which is an 11 totally seat. asinine. An 11 seed. Because if you go back and look, like, and then, and then they'll match those two teams up against each other. Like, and the spirit of the NCAA tournament was all like the fun of, the, of there being a human committee was making matchups that were like, ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, we're gonna see Charleston versus, uh, mm-hmm. you know, South Carolina, where they would do that. Or they, I remember in two thousand, they put Bana against uh, Kentucky, but they made the, the other one where that was Syracuse, like in the in the four thirteen game. Bon was in the five twelve game, where it's like you might get a regional rivalry, even if it isn't the first round. Yeah, we, we'll make the possibility of this interesting 
matchup. They do it sometimes still. Charleston is a great example because yeah. last year they had their best, yeah. their best season ever. They went 31 and 3. Um, they didn't lose a game between November 14th and January 28th. They ran through the colonial tournament. And what is your uh, reward for going 31 and four and having, or 31 and three and having the best season you've ever had? Charleston, you're a 12 seed. You play San Diego State. Congrats. And San Diego State goes to the final four. Again, I throw all the metrics out the window. But I, I, I actually have a feeling that the, the extended uh, metrics would support what we're saying, that a Charleston deserves a better seed than that. But even if they don't, like, what are we here for as a turn? Like, we need to be rewarding winning. And I understand there's a, there's a limit to that. But if you're running through, you're 31 and three, you've won the regular season title. You've won your tournament title. You've done everything that could be expected of you. A 12 seed? Like, yeah. come on. Right. It used to be, the 12 seed used to be the minimum for a team like Charleston. Yeah. It would be like, okay, they got in from a pretty good league like the CAA. Like, it was kind of just like, oh, the CAA champion is is a 12 seed. Yeah. Kind of. It was, now it's just like, you know, you're lucky to even reach that. Look at VCU. Yeah. VCU won 20, when they won the A10 tournament, they were going into the A10 championship game. They were 26 and 7. They had just beat Davidson, who knocked us out, and they had beat St. Louis. 26 and 7, some good wins. That's an, that's an at large resume 10, 15 years ago. They weren't even close to sniffing. I mean, someone might have had them in their next four out or something. Don't get me wrong, but they weren't going to the NCAA tournament if they lost to Dayton. That was that was a Mac- play-in game. Maximize the importance of the quote-unquote quad one win where if conferences with money can collectively purchase enough uh, out-of-conference wins, essentially, yeah. uh, combined with almost exclusively playing each other, Yes. After that, yeah. H- how do you measure their worth versus Charleston? You know, if there's never any other than your rare multi-team event outcome. Yeah. Like we we, we also did, how we, could we bring up Charleston without talking about the raging uh, that we did when yeah. the Bonnies won that tournament a couple of years ago? I mean, that, that was so incredible. much fun. One of the best. Ba- Bonna descended the alums and fan, like the students. The announcers. Because Charleston sure. isn't. Yeah. You know, it's not like a big sprawling city like mm-hmm. down where they're. It it was just so damn funny. Like people were just, it, it was like bleeding into the streets sometimes, literally, <laughs> and just people took Bonna guys like shaking them to wake them up. Our one buddy, yeah, like, our one hey, buddy hey, passed hey, out. Hey, wake up! You can't sleep here, bud. Our one Let's buddy go get a drink. Our one buddy passed out in. Uh, he was he passed out in this like shrubbery area, but mm-hmm. you could clearly see it from the street or from bars. He was just passed out in this like garden area and people were walking up to him, non-bonnet people. I think he had a bonnet shirt on. They were like, we got to like, do you need to go to the hospital? We should call the cops maybe or get this guy. No, 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 no. He's, he's muttering. Just, no, he's, he's muttering. fine. Just, he just needs to catch a second win. It'll be fine. But he's muttering to these like hair sprayed, like 53 year old blonde Southern women. Like, leave me the fuck yeah. alone. Like, <laughs> like it is like slurring it. We were I go, at a, I go, I speak his language. Let me try. <laughs> we were at a rooftop bar. The set that rooftop bar. Holy Well, this is the... part of the story. We were at a this rooftop bar. Um 
we we walk upstairs. There's tons of hot people, guys and girls. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, oh, we were easily the least hot people there. Easily, easily, easily. our group. And it isn't that so, like we're we jump off the page of being exponentially disgusting, but in that setting, we were exponentially yeah. disgusting. These are these are yeah. early twenties. Charleston. These are early. Yeah, <laughs> we have Olean bodies. We, we were talking about how like assistant coaches will come in like pretty pretty fit, and by the time they leave, they're just they walk their 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 BMI or whatever is <laughs> gone gone up 10 15 percentage yeah. so <laughs> but no the 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 person i was talking about earlier he's passed out in the garden he did catch a second win he came to this rooftop bar so he is so hammered that <laughs> on this rooftop bar he walks into the girls bathroom and starts pissing at oh her. yeah and then uh one of these oh, yeah. attractive young ladies they're waiting in, in. The yeah they're waiting in they're line waiting in line, waiting in line. Yeah. they finally look in they walk in and they're like what the f- what the hell are you doing in here this is the girl's bathroom and he's like nothing behind the eyes wobbly drunk trying yeah. to trying to zip up his pants and he he starts yelling at the girl accusing her of trying to check him out and look at his pecker and yeah. all this stuff Makes so sense. yeah so she i mean she's she furious. definitely was yeah that's like, yeah. it sounds like He's in the right. Yeah, it sounds like he's, he's done awful. nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, he walked out and told us the story, and we we're like, "Yeah, I mean, she probably was, you know." Yeah, she she was the one who was out of line, yeah. not mm-hmm. you. And she was Good totally, Lord. she was totally, sorry. especially in the, this era where you can't let the you know a sign on a bathroom tell you what no. where, where to relieve yourself. Exactly. This is someone who had been drinking for like probably yeah. 50, 60 he, straight he, hours. He had he had Mako shark yeah. eyes, just blank, <laughs> yeah. black, dead eyes. So we were in an event with Notre Dame again, Auburn, and Oklahoma State. As we segue off that, back to back playing to more, Notre Dame. Back to more than <laughs> Yeah. Where is that? Is that at Barclays? Or is that at? Uh... Or is FAU at Barclays? Do I have to no, look No, FAU is at Springfield, Mass. The yes, yes. We're in the doubleheader yeah, with UMass Amherst. This one's in, um, I mean, it, who It's cares? Barclays, right? I think. Who cares? <laughs> it's in the New York, it's in the greater New York metropolitan tri-state, blah, blah, Good everything. Job. Everything's the best. <laughs> we got the best cold cuts. We got the best baseball. Italian the food best. better than Italy. Oh, the pizza. The Chinese food Italy. better than China. They're better than Italy. Oh, the you Yankees. never had cold cuts till you've had boar's head. Who are the Knicks going to get this year? Um, but <laughs> we bought them. <laughs> get your Italian food over on Arthur Avenue. Um, no, what? Oh, that's what I was going to say. We did. We talked about Canisius Niagara, that whole situation. I, I do overall, I do love how we schedule now. We don't even get bought mm-hmm. anymore. Um, we're in these MTEs, wow. these multi team events that, with all these good schools. It's baby steps. Yeah. Because that's the, like, we seem to have overcome the buy game thing where it's like we can go to these events thanks to our alums and our fan support where, you know, we draw. Like, they know, to, like, venues know they can invite Bonaventure to these and make some money, you know, mm-hmm. especially in the greater, you know, like I said, the tri tri-state area. If you do it up around New York city, we're going to do well, you know, we're going to yeah. bring people and they'll invite us. You know, wh- why do you think we're in an event with Notre Dame for a second straight year right. with Auburn, with Oklahoma state, um, Notre Dame, you know, fellow Catholic school, great tradition and everything, excellent academics. 
The other two, just classic, soulless, public, just uh, slaughterhouse yeah. athletic departments. Um, <laughs> Auburn. But still. Who's I your just, favorite Auburn athlete ever? Uh, Chris Porter. Who's your favorite Number Oklahoma four. State? Is that Barry Sanders? Well, I wasn't old enough to see Barry Sanders in college. but You could watch highlights. Favorite favorite Oklahoma State basketball player would probably be Desmond um Tutu? No, not the former Mario Bagan. You know, maybe Mario Mario Bagan. Let me tell you a funny Oklahoma State thing. What was his name? Here we go, guys. No, what was his name? Desmond, <laughs> uh, he was a high flyer. Like I think he was number twenty four. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does two thousand on the two thousand team. He played with Doug Gottlieb. Oh. Um, they played in the Buffalo uh, region in 2000. Desmond the, Mason. Desmond Mason. Excellent player. High flyer. The only seat, that, like there were spillover seats available for that region, and it was the second round because we were going to Cleveland if the Bonnies had beaten Kentucky mm-hmm. to play Syracuse. And, you know, as a result, it happened to be in Buffalo. So we went up there instead. And funny that they played uh, Jan Van Bredikoff and Pepperdine, right. who yeah. ended He's right. Bobby Knight's career at Indiana the uh, the round before in Buffalo. It's like an encyclopedia. But where did I have to sit for that game? Not near among the Oklahoma State band. Really? Among them. Nice. Like, they didn't give me earplugs or anything. Did you get I had to sit with them. <laughs> Did, uh, that I just played with my own instrument. The drumstick, just, yeah. you know, just hit yourself yeah. in that. It's just, I was like, oh, it's Desmond Mason dunks. I'm going to just <laughs> manipulate my instrument. Here it is, right? Yeah. 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 Excellent player. But anyways, whatever. We're talking about our schedule, but Oklahoma State. If anyone's still listening, we're talking about yeah. an Oklahoma State versus Pepperdine 2000 NCAA yep. tournament game. Yep, so, the Pepperdine yep, Waves. Yep. I think that might be the last time Pepperdine played in the tournament. That was an excellent team. Pepperdine would not have, unless they won their tournament, that team would not have been in the NCAA tournament. Nope. They would not have. Not today. No. Ended Bobby Knight. By the way, not only did they end Bobby Knight's career, because I remember as a kid, I think I was playing midnight basketball or something at the Y. Yeah. And um, 12 yeah, it went till 12. It went till it went till. Yeah, it didn't start at midnight. It went till midnight. Also, remember midnight basketball when. Really? Yeah. You were too busy out scoring. Yeah, I was just getting. Where I was, in, I was in the Y scoring in a much lamer yeah, much way against 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 dorks who wore like <laughs> Carhartt hats while they played yeah. basketball. The Tracy McGrady, exactly. Crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. meanwhile, I'm fingering chicks at wrong. <laughs> he wasn't wrong, <laughs> but but anyways, they beat the, the the pants off Indiana in that first round, like they. It, and it was the latest game, so it ended. So I got back from midnight basketball, and that game was ending. Like I caught the the tail end. Yeah. Of it. Having said that, the Bonnies might play Oklahoma State this year. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're rolling now. Um, at back at SUNY Amherst, FAU. Well, let's not skip which... over playing at SUNY Amherst. Let's throw a couple barbs at that absolute uh, just soulless, gray, terrible. Boxy. I feel like I'm in Central Russia. <laughs> it's it's a it's a Soviet feel. It's a very everything Eastern European off. architecture. None it, of the buildings match. Everything's boxy yeah. and gray and just yes. 
and they do because they have they have a good amount of money, you know, partially subsidized by us, but also from just being a you know a big school with a ton of alums, or they can raise money and everything. Good for them. So they'll have the occasional like in the middle of it, like beautiful building, but but then it's just surrounded by a sea of Soviet. Yeah. Yeah, boxes like shoebox gray buildings. It looks like so, it's it's a nice building surrounded by yep. things that Putin wants to bomb, basically. Precisely. I, honestly, the two Amherst schools, UMass and SUNY Amherst, mm-hmm. lot in common. Uh, uh, let me let me say the first thing that they have in common is neither has been to a Final Four. <laughs> because I, I would say that UMass fans are the most delusional. UB UB as well. I mean, SUNY I'm not Amherst trying to get on all UMass fans right now. I'm just saying that Marcus Camby aside, really liked him, thought he was cool. Those UMass teams were cool when I was a kid, um, rooted for him. But both SUNY Amherst and UMass Amherst mm-hmm. have officially never been to Final Four. They have a lot in common. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and SUNY Amherst is, I mean, looking back now at the Oats era there, Right, like oh. they sucked. Oats came. Well, magically, almost, they're good and getting four stars. Almost exactly the same thing happened at UMass. Yeah, with Calipari. Exactly. Just Calipari was there longer, right. and at a period where you could fly under the radar mm. a little more, where people are people aren't reading all this stuff and privy to recruiting content on uh, yeah. Twitter. They were if for you fellow old timers, which you know, in the scheme of things, we're not old timers. But if you know what I'm talking about here. You're not like a Gen Z. You're not subscribing to Eastern basketball to get scoops about Rashawn Palmer picking the Bonnies <laughs> over Rutgers or looking at Coach John Calipari's like pursuit of Lou Rowe. That's the era we're talking about where yeah. that was where you would get your info unless you had really close ties where Calipari could fly under the radar. Calipari is so much yeah. cooler than NATO. Oh, so oh God. NATO is Prick. Well, He's... I feel in Calipari's heart of hearts, like in his soul, he looks at this as the Italian Catholic boy that he was raised as. Like, I'm doing well. Like, I'm doing good things for mm-hmm. these kids. And it's a means to an end. And I can make money in the process, but help these kids achieve their... Nate Oates is an unredeemable psychopath. Believe me, there's a reason some kids, their recruiting fizzles out and like... Your great recruits in basketball typically aren't prioritizing Alabama. Yeah. And and the ones he, he'll get who are really good players, like on the surface, you have to be like, hmm. This would be two years in a row we're playing at SUNY Amherst. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel that's fine. I don't even know. Who their even new it coach out. Is. That's I can't fine. I remember who their new coach oh, is. Oh, that coaching search was an absolute mess. Well, and and, and um, you know, if they're good, it's good for us, and if we're good, it's good for them as a, as an annual out of conference. Having said that, I wish nothing but the worst on them. Yes, I see them as our polar opposite in every oh, yeah. way. So one North Pole, then South Pole. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And you know, they say a lot of conspiracy theorists, you know, talk about the pole shifting and all yeah. that. Yeah, and the, magnet, blah, blah, blah. the magnetic shift. I mean, yeah, that. it's yeah. coming. Yeah. yeah. But the, so, the new coach definitely looks like he wears eight inch inseam pleated khaki golf shorts with a, you know, like an Under Armour moisture wicking 
golf shirt. Oh, this guy. Yeah, George Halkovich. He's like a poor man's Matt McCall. I thought it was a situation. Yeah, a little bit of a fake Jared Kushner. He wears skinny suits. Interesting. But over. I didn't think White Sal deserved to get. What? Oh, no, absolutely I mean, not. not. Yet. Well, well, do you that, think you are? Well, the UB athletics department. It just exposes itself repeatedly of yeah. who it tries are. Anytime they hire an honest working man like Reggie Witherspoon or Whitesell, they're like, okay, you got a couple minutes here. I mean, Witherspoon, to, to be fair, got time because he had to get time. He was getting the program on solid footing. Coming off of, again, another greasy coach. Whitesell came in and really had to clean up this. Well, stuff. they had the Umbala stuff. Josh Mbala. Jonathan Williams. Jonathan, oh, while, well, again, talk to UB yeah. fans and they, you know, they'll say, you don't have proof. There's no, well, again, <laughs> I, yeah, like I'm not a lawyer, but like, do I know people who were at the camp? Yeah. Who witnessed him getting handed cash by an assistant coach? Like, and then suddenly when he's being recruited by Power Five conference schools, he inexplicably, inexplicably pops for, yeah, for UB. Shortly thereafter, yeah, you know, I mean, Tim Cohen. Tim Cohen went two and three, and then Reggie Witherspoon went three and twenty. Oof! Reggie guy, Witherspoon yeah, had some good years with them, though. That one guy you mentioned, Reggie, I think he got stabbed. I heard that Reggie um, Witherspoon. Reggie no, Witherspoon with a knife, but I <laughs> get stabbed with her spoon. One, no, oh, it was with her knife. Oh, yeah. well, in a in a during during Kidvid. A you uh, a SUNY Amherst player stabbed a Canisius player. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Jacob Fritz or Yachts or no something. no no. It wasn't Yako Fritz. Yako Fritz, who just transferred to uh, Hofstra, by the way. No, it was uh, another one of their nondescript yeah. uh, foreign white guys. It was the Canadian. Um, it was not an awful player, but he hasn't been the same right. since that. What was Scott something Hitchin? Yeah, Scott, Scott Hitchin. Hitchin. Yep, that's right. Hitchin who had a promising start to his career, he got stabbed by that Malik Zachary. Yeah. Do people, I mean, there's a pattern. Do people see the pattern? Like, no, because they don't care. They did have a really good team in 17. They beat us in the rally center. Um, Excellent. They came into the rally center and beat us pretty good. We had a good team too. At the rally center, there are crevices of the rally center where that maintenance crew don't think they've been there since maybe... (laughs) Delmar Harad was playing there. Like, I did, you know. I, Joe Downey's pubic yeah. hairs. Joe, 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 Joe. No one knows these One of Joe Downey's that. lower back hairs from when he took a dump in one of the sweaty, of the sweaty gross back. They're there. That has been there longer than UB's basketball program has been Division yeah. One. Yeah. Um, we got a neutral site game against Akron. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's fun. We <laughs> we're at Florida Gulf Coast. Let's not talk about Sienna because this has gone long enough. Uh, we'll talk about Sienna another time. We will with the <laughs> with without question the most delusional fan base. Oh, more I've than ever. the Amherst. Oh my! Oh my God! Sienna, the Gonzaga of the East with their fan base. They should be in the A10. They should be in the A10. When the Big East was expanding, they had many fans exasperated why they but we're in albany we're just like gonzaga we we're in a bigger market that's untapped without competition from a pro sports team and it's the capital of the one of the biggest states population wise in the and we play in the times union center which is now mvp bullshit yeah. arena whatever it's called they they exaggerate their attendance numbers beyond belief 
Yeah, almost oh, as much as UMass. UMass, oh my god, UMass and Siena. I took screenshots of some of those UMass games on ESPN Plus. Yep, and, and then Olin, check what, the box score at the end of what they claim were at the game. Four thousand people. I you, mean, there's you're like looking at the lower level of a, of an arena that seats like ten thousand or so, and it's just like scattered. Yeah, just random people. Like, uh, yeah. and, and they'll claim there were six thousand. In a way, like talking about games we should take because we are talking a little bit about the schedule. That game. Last year oh. in South was it South Dakota State? Oh, South Dakota. It was. Uh, it was. It was in. It was in South Dakota at the Sanford Pentagon. South, what yeah. you said? South Dakota is a state. Yep. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? You're yeah. Trying to figure out if it's a state. It's a state. state. You know, state. we could argue about that with okay. the electoral college. I don't think it's fair that the Dakotas are two separate states. I think. Yeah. Just, you know, population wise, they should just be Dakota. Yeah, just the Dakota. Dakota. How many like local uh, Salamanca strippers over the years have been named Dakota? Six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Six. Yeah. He knows. And he keeps the record of them. Uh, no, 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 no. Busting Hearts doesn't do state Chastity. No. Yeah, the, yeah, they always do something. Savannah. Like, yeah. no, no, city they, names are fine. No, no, city, no, no, no city names. No nouns. No nouns. They don't do nouns. They do They do a lot of uh, uh, adverbs, which is weird. Mm. It's tough. Like, uh, yeah. Exceptionally. But, yeah. No, she was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Exceptionally was a great dancer. Yeah. A lot of them end in L-Y, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, most do. Not all. No, but most. Yeah, most. When Bana is at its best, um, I've always said, and people I respect greatly have said similar things, is, is that it's when we're very self-aware. This is what we are. This is what we earn. Mm -hmm. This is what we have. This is what we do not have. These are our strengths. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to say weaknesses because it's just, it's what, it's what you are and you aren't. We aren't an urban school. We are, but turn those into only selling it as this is what we are. This is why it's a good thing for you. Don't recruit the kid who prioritizes Las Vegas and that type of setting or New York. I like what Manhurts is doing. Yep. Real big fun fundraising guy made some and really good hires so yeah, far. So far, so it it certainly seems that way. And um everything we've heard points to him. It's kind of a tortoise in the hare situation. The slow mm-hmm. and steady wins the race. Yeah. He's not coming out like one of those uh like franchise park area grubs that yeah. would run track in the distance events <laughs> and come out sprinting yes. and get way ahead of everyone. The, was it the and then meters? they just get, they would just get, get blown yeah. away yeah. after. Yeah. It was so funny. He Whenever did, we would do yeah. those races yeah. in like middle school. He's doing the opposite. He's, he's just hang back. And then he's laying yeah. a foundation and like getting the infrastructure of the athletic department. People see, oh, he took a headdress down and he interviewed somewhere else. Well, all this, the, that's, that's a reality of that career. It's a leverage. Like, it could be a leverage. It might thing. be a leverage play for it, it isn't always about money for you. Mm-hmm. It might be money. It might be, hey, my programs need more funding. And if you don't give it, I'm going to take a job elsewhere. Yeah. And you might have no intention of leaving, but you're trying. And I'm not saying that's what he did, but there, there's more. Yeah. And, and he's done a good job behind the scenes. And we're, from what I understand, are making good progress with the, mm-hmm. the fundraising for the. Not just the the addition onto the Riley Center, but other projects yeah. for for the athletic complex. The what they add to the Riley Center? They're going to. Oh. They're they're they've released the mock ups of like 
practice facility, offices, all weight training, all that mm -hmm. stuff. Is there a weight room in there now? I oh, yeah. There is. It's yeah. in the basement, but it, it needs to improve. It's, yeah, it's it's no eats fitness, that's mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of the, the stuff you hear, just because you interview for another job doesn't mean you're ready to, to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. It could mean that you're leveraging it for something else, for well, people to be moved or, or um, to get the board on, yeah. to get the board of trustees on board with other things. Constantly behind the scenes yes. dealing with the inner workings of any school. Like you think about some of the gigantic schools, like imagine it at Notre Dame and they're like enrollment wise aren't gigantic compared to Ohio state or something, but the number of people you have to deal with from the academic side to like the administration to, to throughout athletics, all the different coaches, like, yeah. the, Oh my God, to dealing with the NCAA people in the community to fundraiser to, to, you know, donors, he's doing a lot and he's on the road a lot. You know, yeah. trying to fund it. I've only heard pretty pretty good things about him, mm -hmm. and uh, I over the next couple years we'll start to you know like two years. Well, uh, couple, yeah. Okay. You know, if it, <laughs> I said few, I've always said, why is it that we always associate few with three? Like you, you think of couple as two, which is yeah. literal. Correct. That's yeah. true. Couple. But when people say few, they think three. I would say in the next year or two, I think we'll see some so singular couple years. Yeah. 